The last domino has fallen. Coach hired Shane Steichen as their next head coach. Are they now real threats to trade up? And which soon-to-be free agent 49er could follow in Ryan's footsteps and come to Houston? And to tie it all in, we want to develop a great team here that we can deliver wins to the city of Houston. We want to deliver a championship here to the city of Houston, and that's what it will it, be about. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everybody, to a Wednesday episode of the Locked On Texan Podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your own football franchise? Then this game is definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the app stores. Our listeners get 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code locked on in all caps make sure you find it in the game store i'm john hickman of course i'm joined by none other than cody davis today is february 15th which means all of you side pieces are going to be able to go out for lunch today <laughs> wow go out to have <laughs> dinner with the people that uh you love but just can't be with them at that time on February. Oh my 14. gosh. <laughs> right? But watch how I bring it over. Because because on February 14th, the Indianapolis Colts found their new, no, no side piece, their new man in Shane Steichen inking a five-year deal, I believe, with the Indianapolis Colts. Mm -hmm. Something interesting came out of that press conference. Because now you look at, you're getting your man, now you want to go about making sure your man is happy and making sure your man is happy with Shane Steichen, a, a guy who helped out a quarterback who just played in the Super Bowl. You want to make sure he's happy with what? A quarterback. Yeah. And that is where we're going to start. And during his introductory press conference on yesterday, Jim Ursay, the owner of the Indianapolis Colts, did say, one of, if not the main qualities that led the Colts to believe that Shane is their new head coach is the fact that he has experience developing young quarterback. And, of course, that quarterback that he's referring to is Jalen Hurst, John, as you just mentioned, who just played a damn good game in the Super Bowl. I hate knowing that it did not come with a win. However, Jim went on to say that in terms of young quarterbacks, that Alabama guy doesn't look too bad. And they also played around with the idea of trading up. John, this is, I'm not going to call it a red flag because with the Houston Texans being at number two, I still think they're in a win-win situation regardless of what take place at one. However, this is something a lot of people should keep their eyes on because this is an indication that the Indianapolis Colts have their eyes set on Bryce Young and look we could go back and forth all day whatever you want to say but in terms of quarterback prospects I think there's a what at least 85 percent of people will agree that Bryce Young is the best quarterback prospect out there I know it's close between him and CJ however you cannot deny what Bryce Young could be 
franchise. And not only does this mean that the Houston Texans will have an opportunity to miss out on Bryce Young, but this also means for the next, what, seven to 10 years, possibly, you're going to have to prepare to play against that guy. So this is something that we definitely got to keep our eyes set on. This is this also goes into why it was so costly for the Houston Texans to not win that game against who? The Indianapolis Colts that close out the 2022 campaign. So, um, yeah, the next couple of months is going to be very interesting. Uh, I do believe there is a real opportunity that the Colts will try to work something out with the Chicago Bears and get that number one overall pick. (laughs) Cap. Really? All cap. You said make sure we stay on the lookout. That's why I took my glasses off. Yeah. I think it's all cap. Listen, I don't believe that from Jim Ursay. I don't believe that Jim Ursay said that with the intentions of putting the league on notice that they're going to try to trade up. I don't believe so. Because if you were intentionally trying to let the league know and put the league on notice that you're trying to trade up, Boy, how bad do you look now? I, I think it was a, a move to – I thought it was a competitive chess move that I don't really believe people should buy into. I'm being completely wow. honest. Um, this is something that if you really want to go that route, you keep you, – I mean, you kind of keep it under hush, right? Uh, I, I don't see them trading up. I do see the Colts trading up, honestly, but I, I, I don't think that they will. Um I think this was all a move by Jim Ursay to kind of uh, uh, play coy with people. I, 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 I'm not I don't buying see it. it that way. I'm, not I, buying I'm it. sorry, John. I don't see no. it that way, especially when you consider the quarterback carousel that that franchise has been under ever since the exit of Andrew Luck. And, you know, this isn't locked on Colts, but let's keep it real. This They have an opportunity to go out and draft a young quarterback just like the Houston Texans and build around him and hope and hopefully has have an opportunity to sustain their success for the next five, 10 years or whatever the case might be. So that's why I'm looking at this. Even if this is a chess move where they just threw Bryce Young name out there and maybe they could, maybe, maybe you might be right, but on the flip side, you also got to consider, well, do they have the eyes set on CJ now? Like, they have their eyes set on one of these two quarterbacks, man. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if come a couple of weeks before the draft, we see breaking news. The Colts have traded with the Chicago Bears for that number one overall pick, and they ha- have their eyes set on either Bryce or CJ. By the way, speaking of head coaching hires, my God, Philadelphia has, has gone through it over the last 48 hours. Um, Jonathan Gannon. The defensive coordinator for the He's Philadelphia Eagles. He has been hired as the head coach for the Terrible Arizona decision. Cardinals. So, <laughs> so uh, you know, congratulations to him. You guys know for two years in a row, he was a favorite for the Houston Texans. But unfortunately, he lost out on the job here in the city of Houston. I do want to add that if Indy does decide to trade up with the Chicago Bears to get that number one spot and take one of those quarterbacks off the board, this is why it's important to really scout because if they take the quarterback that you really want, and I'm speaking of if I'm Houston, if they take who I really want here, if I, you know, if I'm the front office and Nick Casario, then what do you now do at number two? Because if you are not fully sold on the next best prospect, 
at quarterback, then do you take that number two overall pick, use that and dangle that pick in front of, you know, team's face, <laughs> trade back and build from there? I think that because of Lovey Smith's decision to win that game, which I think is funny, you, I knew I was getting fired. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got something for y'all. But because for him, because of him going out there, winning that game, I don't think it puts Houston in the hole as much as some others may feel like they're in the hole or they're back against no. the wall. I don't think so. But it is an interesting discussion to be had on if Indy or if anybody decides to trade up with Chicago and take the quarterback that Houston really wants and they had their eyes set on from day one. And we've been told who Houston has liked from day one. Hmm. Then what does Houston now do with their number two overall pick? I will say this, from what I've been told, from what we've been told, if it is this, uh, Bryce Young that Houston, that Indy trades up for, Houston will be all right at number two. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. You've heard us talk a lot about the mobile app game here on this show. Can't tell you how much fun I had competing against my, my fellow Locked On host. But now it's your turn to compete. More than ever, if you've ever dreamed about becoming an NFL general manager and managing your own football franchise, your dream can come true, and this game is definitely for you. You will manage every strategic aspect of your team, play through seasons, and lead your team to glory by trying to build a dynasty super fun, super competitive. The best part about it, you hire the right coaches and coordinators. You trade for players. You navigate your franchise through free agency and the draft and all of the ups and downs of a season. All of this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Football GM is completely free and playable offline. You can play as you go, as you want, when you want to. Our Locked On Texting listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using promo code LOCKED ON in all caps. Again, that's promo code LOCKED ON in all caps. Just download the game in the App Store. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up in the App Store. That's ultimate-gm.com. Welcome back in Locked On Texan listeners and viewers out there in the YouTube world. Shout out to everybody that's watching us on YouTube right now. Uh, listen, the San Francisco 49ers are heading in the, into the 2023 offseason with 25 players, 21 unrestricted players entering free agency. Now, can D'Amico Ryans do a good job of convincing <laughs> former San Francisco 49er players to come to Houston like he's been doing with some of these coaches? And by the way, didn't mention it in the first segment, but the Houston Texans are expected to hire Former 49er defensive passing game specialist, secondary coach Corey Utlin. Uh, Utlin follows D'Amico Ryans to Houston and reunites with Texans defensive coordinator Matt Burke. Both were a part of the Anthony Schwartz Eagles defense, the defensive staff back with the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, and, by the way, Coach Dino Vasso, a favorite here in Houston, uh, the cornerback coach was also a part of that Eagle staff. So as of right now, the Houston Texans have hired two DB coaches, but no cornerback coach as of yet. Uh, coach Dino Vasso could be safe and could come back to Houston for another season, which I think is a good thing. But if we look at the players, 
are there any players out there from the San Francisco 49er roster that coach D'Amico Ryans can say, hey, listen, man, I know there's some things you want to do in the football field, mm. and I know there's a place where you want to feel comfortable and do it and play the role that you want to play. You come on to Houston and we got you. Yeah, man, there's about three to four players that I'm looking at. The first guy that I'm looking at is Jake Brindle. Um, He's a veteran center who played 1,029 snaps at center. Why is that important? Why would I like to see Jake here in the city of Houston? Because he would give this organization stability at a position that's been kind of up and down over the last couple of seasons, especially with the mystery of what the hell happened to Justin Britt? Um, but at the end of the day, when you take a look at Jake John, remember on yesterday I said there are several free agents on the market, even though there might be a little bit of a concern about their age. I believe that they can still provide some value to the team. Um, Jake is 30 years old, and he is a guy that's going to help protect your quarterback, and actually improve the run game. According to Pro Football Focus, he finished the 2022 campaign with a pass rushing grade of 71.9 and a run blocking grade of 65. Um, He only gave up one sack. And when you take a look at this offensive line, you already know who your two tackles are. You look at the development of Keon Green. If the Houston Texans have an opportunity to get Jake, you're looking at a possibility where the Houston Texans would definitely have a solid and very good offensive line entering the 2023 campaign, especially considering, like I've been saying here a lot on this show, you want to put your rookie quarterback in the best position. Now, on the defensive side of the ball, the main guy that I'm looking at is defensive end Jordan Willis. I know his names and his number will not pop out to a lot of people, but John, a couple of weeks ago, you and I talked about the lack of depth that this team had. And when I take a look at Jordan and when I take a look at how the Houston Texans defensive line have been up and down over the last couple of seasons, more so due to injuries, this is a guy that can actually come in and help fill the void. He's a solid run stopper. And, and at times we give an opportunity, he can actually go out there and create pressure on an opposing team quarterback. Another defensive player that I'm looking at is is Tayshawn Gibson. Um, I know some of you guys might remember that name. He did play for this organization in 2019. However, unlike most people who walked out the door off of 16 and Kirby, he did not leave this organization on bad terms. Unfortunately, he suffered a back injury during his time. And that's only that's the only reason why the Houston Texans did not bring him back during free agency after his long season here in the city of Houston. However, I'm not too sure how this will work because he is a free safety. That means he plays the same safety position as Jalen Petrie. But what I would say is this, if Tayshawn Gibson can show you that he can play strong safety, I do believe that it will be a great opportunity for the Houston Texans to lock him up for the next two, possibly three years and give Jalen Petrie a safety that he can thrive under in that backfield over the next couple of years. Now, the last guy that I'm looking at, and I know we went from one guy who did not leave this organization on bad terms to another guy who did leave this organization on bad terms is Charles Amenehu. Uh, John, I remember you was a big Charles Amenehu fan a couple of years ago. Um, he, unfortunately, he did leave this organization on bad terms. However, I was told 
the majority of the issues that he had with the Houston Texans in the past had a lot to do with Jack Easterby. Jack Easterby is no longer here. He is a big fan of D'Amico Ryans. As you guys know, D'Amico Ryans is the new head coach for the Houston Texans. I don't know. Maybe this could be an opportunity where the Houston Texans can beef up their defensive line and bring back a guy that you already know when given the opportunity, he's going to show you what he can do. Yeah, I, you know, I like that addressing the safety position when you're looking at Tashawn Gibson coming over here to Houston. I like that, but I want to go with Jimmy Ward. Jimmy Ward was already vocal about his displeasure with playing that nickel position. Mm -hmm. He wants to go back to his safety position. By the way, during the years of when he played free safety, he played free safety for the 49ers between 2018 and 2021. This past uh, season, he went to the DB uh, playing a nickel. Uh, between the years of 2019-2021, when he played majority of the season, 13 games, 14 games, 16 games, all started 172 yards allowed, 380 yards allowed, 315 yards allowed at the free safety position. Allowed a couple of touchdowns. Overall, he allowed nine during that three-year stretch, only three per year. But this was a guy that at his best, 9.6 yards per catch as a safety at his worst during that three-year stretch 12.1 those numbers are you know much better than what we saw out of jonathan owens this year and i like what jonathan owens was able to do but i think that when you can pair a jalen petrie with a jimmy ward those two players who can be ball hawks who can be uh, around the vicinity of the ball and make plays and jalen petrie can hit hard and, and jimmy ward coming from that san fran defense that plays with velocity, uh, uh, ferociousness, intensity, that's a great pairing. And that's going to work out amazing for D'Amico Ryans. I really do think so. And then also I got to look at unrestricted free agent linebacker Aziz Al-Shahir. Now, there's a couple of interesting things about Shahir. His defensive snaps total don't necessarily blow you away in his career so far. 17%, 29%, 67%, and then this past year, 29% played a lot of uh, moments early on in his career on the special team unit. Uh, but he is a player that I think would fit well next to Christian Harris. Again, he's a player at that linebacker position. You know, you're not going to get Greenlaw from San Fran, right? You know, you're not going to get a uh, 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 Fred Warner, but you do need somebody that you've seen play ball before and that you are familiar with. And I think that's great. Looking at Aziz can come over here, I think, on a relatively cheaper contract. Won't pay a lot of money to him. Maybe you can go with a one-year contract. Maybe you invest in him a little bit more, go with a two-year contract, and, and throw a couple of incentives in. I don't want to get too much into the money, but why I really like those two players is simply because it does allow Houston the flexibility to use those later rounds in this year's draft to address the linebacker position to address the safety position. And even when you look at some of the linebackers and safeties on this roster, a Jonathan Owens, uh, a Jake Hansen, a Blake Cashman, this will allow you an opportunity to kind of fill some of those voids that those players were not able to fill while they was on the field, upgrade. You can secure depth, which is a good thing, always a good thing. And then that D word that we love, Pause. the development of these players. Jonathan Owens is still a young player in this league. Hanson is still a young player in this league. Cashman, who is a, he's a vet, but he could be coached up and be a much, play, much better player. And I like Blake Cashman. So it does allow Houston to secure depth. Looking at Jimmy Ward, uh, Aziz Al-Shair, 
Charles Aminahu, uh, 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 securing that center position, it allows Houston to build that depth, and that is something that Houston desperately need because when one go guy go when one guy goes down, you want your next guy to be ready and prepared to step up. And that's why it's important for D'Amico Ryans to continue the trend by getting some of those players now from San Fran and installing them into this Houston culture. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download the FanDuel app, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Did y'all hear me? Did y'all hear me? New customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel app right now. It's safe. It's secure. It's super easy to use. Again, download the FanDuel app. It's a sportsbook app right now in the App Store. And make sure if you're a new customer, go ahead and get in on that no sweat first bet up to $1,000 on FanDuel. Welcome back in, Locked On Texans listeners and viewers out there. We are switching it up today. It's been a while since we were able to get in them YouTube streets and see what's been going on, how y'all feel. So we're going to do that today. Dollar 2 Official TV. I love y'all names, man. Trade up for a third first and draft Bijan. Do you want to take this? You you got it. You got it. <laughs> That's why I say you got it's it. Okay. <laughs> Bijan Robinson should be nowhere near the Houston Texans facility. The Houston Texans, <laughs> uh, he don't need a hat. He don't need. He don't even need their phone number. Please get Bijan Robinson to Houston. That idea out of y'all head. And, I, and, I, and I'm, I'm gonna say something else. It doesn't make logical sense <laughs> to draft Bijan Robinson in the first round. And I'm not saying it doesn't make sense to draft a running back because I absolutely believe that the Houston Texans should. But if you're going to try to trade up for Bijan Robinson, shouldn't you try to address another need on your defense, another need at that wide receiver position? Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe a linebacker. Leave Bijan where he's at. <laughs> Let it go. Just, just L-I-G it, man. Let it go. Uh, we're going to move on to – this was a funny. Kelvin Cryer. I hope I'm saying your name right. Cody has 15 quarterbacks in his top 10 list. <laughs> oh, man, that's a shot. I did not have – what is it, 15 quarterbacks 15 in 15 quarterbacks in your top 10. <laughs> No, I do not. Um, I just think highly of a lot of. Uh, do I have time? I think to those in my... regards to Lamar Jackson. To Lamar Jackson, because Lamar Jackson is a top ten quarterback in the league. My man Marcus Goodo. <laughs> I like Chris Strouser, who he, who Houston is planning on bringing in as their offensive line coach. He was with Quentin Nelson for four years. Hopefully, he can instill that into Kenyon Green. Hey man, I think that's the that's the, everybody's you know positive outlook right now. Hmm. Not necessarily making Green Nelson right. Nelson was a guy that came in a dog and a beast at that left guard position, uh, and when healthy, I still believe he is the best left guard in the NFL. Um, but I'm not going to make that Green's ceiling. 
but I do believe Green can play somewhat around that. He just got to get stronger. He got to get some of that baby weight off and get some of that, you know, grown man weight on him. And, and, and it's, it's feet work and hand placement. But I think that if Strouser does indeed sound, sign in Houston, that could be huge for uh, second year left guard Kenyon Green. Don't forget healthy, too, because remember, I don't think a lot of people realize how much of training camp he missed after he went down. I I can't remember if it was a concussion or was it a ankle injury because he had both early on in the season, but he did end up missing a good portion of training camp. And I think that also hindered his development. But if he could stay healthy, you get him with the right coach, man. That young that young guy has so much potential. He does, man. Let's let's look at Steven. Texan fans. Grenard trash. Trade them. <laughs> That's it right there. God, I don't know how they, you want to respond to that. Jonathan Grenard is not trash. Um, I do believe he has the capability to average double-digit sacks in a season. But just like Keon Green, this is a young man who has shown a lot of potential. But you got to get him with the right coach. And he also has to, has to stay healthy. Um, I think... Donica Grenard might have been one of the most disappointing players when you take a look at the 2022 campaign because we all thought that he was going to take that next step. However, once again, due to the inabilities of the coaching staff and the fact that he dealt with several nagging injuries throughout that's the season. That's what's most frustrating about um, That's what made not, not just last season, but the last two seasons frustrating about Jonathan Grenard, but no, you, you can't trade that young man. That, that young man has still has a lot of potential. Yeah. Uh, David Williams, hopefully this new coaching staff can fix the lack of consistency this team experienced this last season. And I, I, I really believe that this is – that is the number one, uh, if not number one – no, n- number one would be development, but fixing, quote-unquote, the lack of consistency – and uh, the team experience last season, yeah, I, I think that's my top two right there. Just getting better at the small things every day. Be consistent with getting better each and every day on that field. So I, I like that comment because that's what everybody's looking for. Thank you guys for checking out today's episode of the Locked On Texan podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans and subscribe to the YouTube page as well. And as always, I'm your host, Cody M. Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace.